You've been homeschooling your child for a while now, but high school's about to begin and you're losing sleep with worry. You don't know what to do. We can help with that. Hello, and welcome to the Beyond Transcripts podcast, where we discuss homeschooling the high schooler and the joys and challenges that can bring. I'm your host, Holly Williams-Urbach. I've talked to a lot of parents over the years. With kids beginning high school, just about everyone is worried that they're going to mess up their child's future. It's good to keep reminding yourself of what you already have going in your favor, even if this is the first year that you're homeschooling, or if you've homeschooled your child from the very beginning. First of all, you're more motivated than anyone else to help your child succeed. Who wants the best for your kid more than you do? You aren't starting from scratch because your child already has the basic grasp of math and reading and science concepts. You're just going to build on what they've already learned. And you also don't have to teach everything yourself. I breathed a huge sigh of relief when I realized that I didn't have to teach chemistry. You have choices, private tutors, weekly classes, homeschool co-ops, and even online courses all can teach those difficult subjects for you. Then there's the worry about keeping up with your kids' studies. High school has a lot of subjects, and some are quite complex. Staying ahead of reading assignments, explaining harder math, and sticking to deadlines is stressful for student and parent. Spending time planning in depth and using a good planner helps to take some of that stress down to a manageable level. If time to read is a factor, try listening to audiobook versions of your child's literature assignments so that you can listen while doing other things. For explaining those tougher math and science concepts, you can look at various free resources online that have video tutorials, such as Khan Academy and the Crash Course channel on YouTube. Many of the curriculums available also have online resources that you and your student can access to explain anything that needs further instruction beyond the textbook. Your child also has responsibility for his or her own learning. You need to provide the materials and opportunities for learning, but they need to do the actual work. Parents of high school students are really more like facilitators than teachers. It's your job to provide resources and support and give your child the space they need to succeed or even fail. Let your kids fail if they're not doing the work rather than holding them up so that they don't fail. My youngest daughter fought me all through high school on her math and I ended up graduating her without Algebra 2. When she didn't pass the math portion of the placement exam for community college, I told her that I had done all that I could and it was her job to either take remedial math or find a way to pass that exam. She found a friend to tutor her, and she passed that placement exam. It's hard to stop being the answer person for your kid, but it's really important to help them to take more and more responsibility each year and become more independent. If you're worried that there will be gaps in your child's education, I'm here to tell you that there will be. Gaps are inevitable. No educational environment is going to be able to teach everything. As adults, we've all had that experience of not knowing something and having to learn it. Make sure that your child knows how to find information. 
and that will ensure that they can fill in any gaps that arise. Are you worried about your teen's need for socialization? Don't be. There are more choices now than there ever have been. In my area, there are homeschool football, basketball, volleyball, track, and swimming groups. There are homeschool dances and proms, homeschool orchestras, bands, choirs, and drama. Homeschool teens are welcome to volunteer at food banks, animal shelters, hospitals, nursing homes. I highly recommend getting your kid involved in a youth civic organization, such as 4-H, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, Campfire, Civil Air Patrol, really good youth groups at your church. Many of these groups have scholarship programs. My middle daughter began 4-H as a third grader, and she continued in 4-H all the way through her senior year in high school. She ended up earning a $10,000 scholarship for college, and she learned valuable skills that helped her in high school and college and even as an adult. In my experience, there are now so many opportunities it can cut into actual schoolwork. To find these opportunities, join a Facebook support group for homeschoolers or even look for a support group in your area that meets on a weekly basis that provides opportunities for fun stuff to do. We're going to take a short break to hear a word from our sponsor. When we come back, we're going to continue our discussion. Beyond Transcripts is brought to you by Transcript Maker. It's an online service that allows you to create transcripts just like public schools do. When I found Transcript Maker, a weight was lifted off my shoulders and I breathed a sigh of relief knowing that I could make a professional transcript for my own students in just minutes. Get your 14-day free trial at www.transcriptmaker.com. Transcript Maker. Simply better transcripts. So how do you know what your child needs to study in high school? Well, I'll tell you what I did. I looked at my local high school's website to see what they required for graduation, and I modeled my high school requirements after theirs to some degree. I didn't feel that I needed to reinvent the wheel when there was a handy resource already available. It helped me to see how many credits were required for graduation and how many credits were required in each subject area. I modified what was listed to suit our needs. You definitely want to be aware of any requirements that your state has and include them in your graduation plan for your own student. Once you know what courses your child should be studying, you can start thinking of how rigorous these courses will be. If your child sailed through 8th grade, they may be ready for more challenging coursework. You might think of looking for honors level courses. These would be courses that involve more effort from the student, such as more extensive writing assignments, a higher type of vocabulary, additional coursework such as extensive labs for science, or additional math problems. While it's good to challenge students, we want to be careful not to cause them frustration. Some kids are going to be honors level students in one or two subjects, but not across the board. Honors courses are also usually graded on a higher grading scale. For instance, a regular college English class would give an A based on 90 to 100, whereas an honors class would give an A for 93 to 100. So you can see that the honors courses are more rigorous. The next thing that we all have to think about are credits and transcripts. These worry most homeschooling parents, but it's not that hard. 
In general, a course that takes a full year of school is awarded one credit, while a course that's a one-semester class would get a half credit. So, for instance, English is a full-year course and would receive one credit, but health is a half-year course, even if your child takes a full year to complete it, and you would only award that a half of a credit. As far as transcripts go, Using an app that calculates GPA for you and has many built-in options frees you to spend your time teaching. Rather than going through the laborious process of calculating GPA from scratch for each subject and managing a clunky Excel spreadsheet. So what about college? Not all kids are planning to go to college. And a non-college bound student probably won't need trig or calculus. But what happens if your non-college bound student decides during their senior year that they want to go to college? You and your child are going to be scrambling to fill in for the courses they didn't take. So for my students, I elected to have them take college prep courses so that they were prepared. And if they didn't go to college after high school, they would still be able to later on. Of course, your student could also take the minimum amount of classes required for graduation, go into the working world, and then decide to go to college later. It's likely that remedial courses would have to be taken to get them prepared for a four-year college. I recently read a story about an African-American mechanic named Carl Allenby from Cleveland, Ohio. He went to college to pursue a business degree to help him run his auto repair shop better, and he had to take a biology course as part of the requirements for that degree. He kept putting it off because he didn't see how it had to do with a degree for business and went to see his advisor, who told him that he had to take the course if he wanted to earn a degree. While in biology, Carl remembered that as a child he had thought of becoming a doctor, and he graduated from medical school in July of 2019. The moral of the story is, if a person wants to go to college, they will. Don't stress too much about it. I hope this has been helpful. It's good to remember that many parents have gone this path before, and you're in good company. If you have any questions, you can email me at holly at transcriptmaker.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y at transcriptmaker.com. Thank you for listening to Beyond Transcripts, a Transcript Maker production. This episode was written by me, produced by Matthew Bass, and edited by Nora Williams. Our music is by The Great Pangolin. You can find her music on YouTube and Twitter at Kylie Wins. That's K-A-I-L-E-Y Wins. Happy homeschooling!